We are getting a certain sense of deja vu, not only with COVID coming back, you know, the Delta variant, but also shortages out there. Wall Street Journal on Monday carrying a big story, why you can't find everything you want at grocery stores. Tony Sarsom, who we knew as the CEO of uh, Borden's and took them through bankruptcy and turned that company around, is now president and CEO of Spartan Nash, which is a gigantic grocery distributing company uh, working in 50 states and a jillion foreign countries, and Tony Sarsom joins us right now. It's good to have you back on. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me. So so you get into a nice, uh, calm industry like the grocery business. It's been around for, for a decade, and this thing just explodes. Tell me about the challenges that are going on right now. They quote a guy in, in, a, in a grocery store in Louisiana. He says he's only getting maybe 40% of what he orders. Yeah, it's it's been been a challenge ever since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, there's been challenges around supply chain that have have come from a myriad of places, but uh, uh, it started off with just raw demand. And then what it turned into was demand and a and, and a labor shortage. And candidly, almost all the ingredients and all the all, all the manufactured goods are being impacted uh, by by the difficulty to get labor and uh, and, and get the and get the basic goods that come with the uh, with the labor, so that that's been that's been sort of the uh, the headline here uh, more recently. So it started off as I mean hoarding; it couldn't get toilet paper because everybody's hoarding water and toilet paper and that sort of thing. And now it's it's delivering the goods. But look, you I saw your earnings the other day. I mean, you came out with earnings last week. The earnings were fabulous, and you guys, you know, really made it through this whole supply chain problem during the at least during the second quarter. How'd you do it? Yeah, well, it's, uh, um, you know, we have, we, we learned a lot about ourselves and about the industry during this pandemic. So I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. So first and foremost, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the heroic behavior of all the individuals who committed to this vocation. As soon as, uh, as soon as we went into shelter as a country during the pandemic, uh, the folks in the retail stores and the food manufacturers, they came to work the very next day and uh, made sure that our communities were fed and had the supplies they needed to the best they could. So so that's one thing we learned was uh, was our, our folks are amazing and, and they, they were, they've been right. heroes went through. Um, the other thing we, we learned was uh, about there, there's there's there are some weaknesses in our supply chain broadly, uh, the global supply chain as well as our own personal supply chain here in Spartan Nash. There are things we need to shore up around capability, uh, around uh, training, and and uh, and and particularly around uh, just the difficulty procuring people. Uh, so we learned we learned that some difficulties there. We also learned that with this additional, with the additional uh, movement to doing more uh, uh, food at home as versus, versus restaurants, there's some habits people form. They, they found that they like doing things they didn't know they liked. Uh, you know, our, our, our sale, I'll give you one example, a seafood off the charts. We're selling two, two, twice as much seafood as we, we did before the pandemic as people learned that, hey, I can, I, I can actually make sea bass at home. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that cool? <laughs> um, and so I think some of those habits will be sticky. I think some of the digital habits will also be sticky. So so that has been uh, that has been uh, has buoyed our overall retail part of our business. The 148 uh, uh, supermarkets that I failed to that's mention. Right. Right. That's right. So that business has done done great. Uh, been been terrific. Our uh, our customers who are largely in, independent grocers uh, have also enjoyed good growth during this time. So that those have been those have been uh, assets, while the liabilities have been more about supply chain and labor. But but Tony, in in a typical commodity shortage, uh, I remember. Corn was short because of ethanol, and and then all of a sudden everybody started growing corn, and you're up to your eyeballs in corn, and the price plummets. So I mean, commodities have a way of sort of fixing themselves, but this is, I mean, if this is a problem with 
the logistics and and labor that's got to be harder to fix yeah so i think there's a couple things that make this different somebody just asked me about last week on the earnings call but what's different this time i think some things to consider um one is you know, practically speaking uh, you know manufacturers have taken the opportunity to thin their portfolio a little bit as well to be more efficient and uh so i say hey the guy in louisiana says he's getting 40 percent of what he needs I bet if you walked into the store, it wouldn't look like it was 60% empty, right? It, 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 because what was, what's happening is people are people are choosing into more simplified portfolio of SKUs. And so I think there's a, an element of that. But but the big one that's different with the labor shortage, last time we had a big labor pinch points. The labor pinch points came from a, um, a, 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 an economy that was growing like crazy, and we were growing faster than people could sort into it. And uh, we have latent capability in our economy to grow right now, but what's different now is with this pandemic and the incentives of the government, the government is essentially providing incentives for people to actually uh, really scratch their head about whether they want to go back to work or not. Right. And uh, at the margin, there are, there are some people saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wait this one out a little bit because right now I'm, get, I'm getting an imputed hourly wage that's pretty high uh, by, by taking these incentives and additional unemployment benefits. And so that has created a pinch point that is going to last a little longer than you might than we might expect. Is some people have come out for temporarily out of the workforce, some temp, some permanently, and that doesn't have to be a very big number before it creates real havoc in the supply chain. So I think everyone's experiencing that right now. That's 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 what's a little different. I think I think it's uh, some folks say it's transitory to the to the benefits wane. I would say you know that's that's possible, but we also I think there are some people who may who may who may decide that they're going to hang it up permanently as well. Right. And retire and, and get out of the bed. And retire. that's, and, and again, that's uh, uh, Rob Kaplan from the Fed was telling us, talking about retirements the other day. You all are interesting. I mean, Spartan Nash operates in 50 states, District of Columbia, in Europe, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Honduras, you know, Bahrain. So are these challenges everywhere or are there pockets where it's worse than other areas? There's certainly pockets that are more challenging, but it, it is universal. Uh, and I, I'm in, I'm in, uh, you know, we're in a lot of communities, as you just mentioned. Um, we, uh, I'm also connected with a lot of CEOs who are in spaces that I'm not in, but whether that's geographic space or business spaces, I'm hearing no different story from everybody. Everybody's challenged to get, to get folks in. They're having the same precise issues around attracting the right, uh, the right talent to their companies. Um, so I think it, I think it's quite universal. This has got to be a fascinating time to be to have entered into this business i don't know that these are challenges this 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 industry has ever faced before have they not in this way i think i think it's a little different in that regard i mean the combination of the uh the pandemic uh the the uncertainty associated with the virus and and the and the, and the vaccines the uh the extraordinary uh work that the government's doing providing people benefits to stay at home all those things are new things for our for our economy and for our society. So we're all learning about them for the first time now. It, it, it does it sometimes something like this can cause a washout. I mean, are, are you you seeing your competitors uh, uh, drop by the wayside? Uh, no, not not really. I think there are there are there are parts of industries that have suffered more. I think uh, you know restaurants. There's certainly there's a lot of restaurants that are going to drop out uh, and have already, right? I think in our space, uh, in wholesale and retail groceries, uh, we're, we're still doing okay, and uh, and the and and those industries will be will be more resilient in this in this, uh, this time. There really is a there's a very personal relationship between your delivery people and the grocers. I mean they 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 need your people and they want you to arrive at the right time so they can get it stocked and and on time delivery becomes important. I would guess that. 
maybe this can can push the bond even closer. Yeah, it, it really it it, tell, it it provides you with that sense of just how important great people are, and we 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 believe we knew that before we headed into this. And of course, I jumped into this this company midstream through the uh, through the pandemic. So um, so I'm I'm uh, I'm sort of luring by drinking from the fire hose, so to speak. Uh, but it's a reminder about just how important people are. are. We, we have established here at Spartan Nash a, a mantra of being people first, and we're, we're investing our time and our energy and making sure we, have, we procure the best people, we train them well, keep them engaged, and we know that our people uh, doing their, their best work and working in that environment where they can do their best work, they'll provide the right things for our customers. And so we're, we're investing heavily in people. So uh, let, let me ask you a last question that I, and I'm sure the analysts were asking you last week is – are you in a position to have any vision beyond, you know, three months out? I mean, could you see an end to the constraints on supplies and delivery and and demand and supply kind of equaling itself out? Yeah, I I said I, I'm I'm quite optimistic this will this will come back. So it's going to come back with uh, you know one the incentives will be less lucrative in the future than some people who at the margin were kind of deciding whether they want to be in the workforce or not will decide to be back in the workforce. That'll be good. Uh, we'll have the other thing that will happen is that companies will find their their way into the uh, their their new competitive uh, uh, you know tactics. And, uh, and you'll see things like people start being open a little bit longer. People start offering a few more variety of products, and we'll, we will find our way back. And I think we're going to find our way back in a very steady uh, manner going forward. And, so. and, and, and do you see if – is there a time frame? I mean, I, ultimately, you find your way back. But, I mean, are you talking about in a quarter or two? I think so. I mean, maybe not all the way back in a quarter or two, but I think you'll see steady progress in, in each quarter going forward. Fascinating business. Spartan Nash, uh, the president and CEO. Tony, uh, Tony Sarsom, it's uh, good to have you back on and, and all the best in, in your new endeavors up there at Spartan Nash. Seems like a remarkable company. It is. It's a great company, a great company with a with really, really solid uh, solid team and, uh, and a great future. So we're excited. We do appreciate the time for more of our conversation. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.